Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. You know Blue Chew helps you with your boners, right? Explain your town to Kevin Brennan. I've been there. I've been there. You're not allowed they, in they there. They chase cars out of his town. <laughs> yeah. If, if your car is like 2011 and under, they're tasing right through the fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> Opie, they should take him off the Food Network and get a reality show called The Gouger. <laughs> the Gouger. He could be the Gouger. Oh, I love it. Like, I see a hurricane on TV. I see, I see the gas station. 30 bucks for shit. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Get it. You're a cartoon character. <laughs> get that. <laughs> what would you do if Chatham had the, the World Series? What would you I do would in your restaurant? <laughs> Use the bathroom, 150 bucks. Would you rent out your rooms? Airbnb your my house? Kids, I ship everybody out, my whole house. Pet my dog, $25. Get some Japanese guys. You want to stay in the room with the cats? $250. You sit with my cats, I'll make you, you be call. You'll be selling your t-shirts that you get on Amazon. All my t-shirts on display in the hallway. 175 each, sign. Sign. I hate tourists. <laughs> It's so stupid. It's always weird to to wait for it to say you are live and with that i say good morning and welcome to my live stream 500 feet above new york city on a very oh my god look look for yourself a very foggy day it's a very foggy day here in new york city and uh i like the mood we'll start in the fog and then as the sun uh, it still comes up you know that right you know when you're having a bad day just think about When you fly on a rainy day and you get above the clouds and you realize the sun is always out. Shut up. What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Uh, Let's see who we got. We got uh, first on the whole damn thing. We got Love Bovada Poker. And he writes, Opie, you are the man. Love Jim and Sam, Compound Media. And OP Radio. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that uh, comment right there. Just because I have issues doesn't mean you have to pick sides. You can like everybody. That's that's more than that's more than fine. With that, I also want to say hi to John Quartz. He is first on the Facebook. You got my regulars coming in, Nick Umrichin. You got Lisa Connor with the good morning buttercup. I look forward to the the Good Morning Buttercup every single morning. Who else we got? Hugo, what's up? What's up, Hugo? RJ Hinners. You got the Ted Palawada. We got, uh, uh, well, a second one from Lisa Connor. I also like this. How are you, GH? Here's your Starbucks, GH. I kind of miss those days. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Uh, the radio show near the end there. It started at 7 a.m., I'd wake up around 5.45, get showered and looking all pretty for everybody. And I would walk out of this building and literally the first words I would hear every day would be, Good morning, GH. And right there in the middle console was a beautiful, fresh, piping hot Starbucks. Even though I didn't like the Starbucks, uh, Club Soda Candy would pick me up every morning. And he would make sure I would have a fresh cup of coffee for my less than 10-minute ride to work. It was, it was absolutely glorious. Cheers. 
Oh, the mustache mug today. By the way, uh, people are, have been asking. Actually, they haven't been asking, but it's a, it's a good uh, thought starter. People have been asking, hey, Ope, what do you want for Christmas? I want coffee mugs that I could show on the live stream. I mean, I can pick my own coffee mugs and I will. But I, I think it would be kind of cool to see what people send me and I could drink coffee out of them. Like the, the crazier and the wackier, the better. This is my dumb mustache mug. Uh, we got Kyle in the shower. Kyle in the shower. You seem to be new. What's up, Kyle in the shower? Angie. Angie. What's your favorite Rolling Stone song? Give me a call on your home of rock and roll. I would go hands down. Hands down, I would go uh, give me shelter. I'm going to give you my top five right now. Give, give me shelter. Oh, the eyes are almost open today. Um, she's a rainbow. I like that one. Uh, man, they have a lot to choose. Maybe waiting on a friend. I might go waiting on a friend as my one of my top five Rolling Stones songs. That's three. I got to think of two others. You might have to go sympathy for the devil, right? You might have to do that. Nah, I said dead flowers. Did I say dead flowers or was that just in my head? All right, so dead flowers. She's a rainbow. Give me the shelter and sympathy for the devil. I need one more. I'll, I'll come up with it. So a lot going on, man. A lot going on in the news. We got the Artemis rocket on the way to the moon. Um, man, if, you, uh, if you're just waking up, you know, I'm sure you'll be on your social media. You probably already have been. Check out the pictures from the launch of Artemis. They're just beautiful, beautiful pictures. And I guess this rocket is going to the moon and circling around the moon. And what does that mean? And then we're going to send people there again, finally, to prove that we actually, uh, well, maybe not to prove that we actually landed on the moon. Maybe to finally land on the moon. Maybe finally, what, uh, 50 some odd years later, we finally have the technology to actually land astronauts on the moon instead of uh, green screening all that shit. I don't believe any of that, by the way. We landed on the stupid moon. Cheers. Good morning, Hope. Go Bills. Well, yeah, man, but that loss to the Vikings was brutal. Stupid Jefferson with that one-arm grab. Now the Bills have lost two in a row. Uh, uh, And it was a frustrating loss because uh, Josh Allen was marching down the field in overtime. And uh, he should have never thrown that ball, but that's easy to say. I mean, he's in the middle of the action. But that was uh, an incredibly frustrating loss. They got to bounce back. Uh, Opie, Mike Lindell was at Trump's announcement last night. Why wasn't Rudy Giuliani? Because people are separating themselves from, from Trump. Uh, the, the Republican Party is done with Trump. And now it's time to destroy him. That's what those animals do down there in Washington. So when Trump announced at Mar-a-Lago last night, he, he didn't have any of his buddies there. The only guy was the pillow guy, basically. And everyone else uh, kind of blew it off. One guy, I forgot who, was basically like, oh, the weather's bad. I can't fly down there, but I'm there in spirit. I don't think Trump's got the momentum like he had uh, the first time he ran. And this isn't a libtard talking point, you idiot. It's just pure, stupid logic. See, when you're not a slave to one political party, you could actually use logic and talk about this stuff logically. You could talk about it logically. And the fact is that uh, DeSantis is coming for Trump. The party's going to be split. 
It's going to get incredibly ugly. Will the party be able to come together in the next two years to figure it all out? Who knows? Because Biden is a very weak uh, incumbent. Incumbent. Because uh, he will run again. Because the Democrats have nobody else. So he's, he's a weak candidate. Two years out, he's a weak candidate. But I think... Um, I think the Republicans, you know, there's a very good possibility they they step on their own dicks in the process. But it's not going to be easy for Trump this time around. Even his daughter, that stupid Ivanka, the, I'm my father. What? I I love my father. What? Speak up. What happened to her? Her in, uh, in her childhood that she whispers everything. That's creepy. Come here, doggy. I got distracted because I heard the chain, chain, chains of doggy. Hi, doggy. You want to say hi to everybody? No? He's bummed that we don't do it in the other location where he could sit right next to me. But uh, even Ivanka said, like, I love. I love my daddy. This is what she said. Exactly. I love my daddy, but I will not be part of the anymore (laughs) what happened to you as a child that you whisper now what happened to you but she's basically saying i love my father but i'm not uh i'm done with politics is basically what she said i've had to come up with uh my favorite stone song i would go i would have to go with gimme shelter that woman that got barely any credit for screaming her lungs out makes that song and then it comes out years later. See, I, I don't even know her name. So I'm guilty of it too. She had a little fame uh, because she was screaming. Ah, you know how she does her thing and give me shelter. And then online, if you've never checked it out, they have a version with her isolated vocals. It'll give, it will give you chills. It will absolutely give you chills. Emotional Rescue is pretty good, though. Yeah, Bob Lord, of course it is. Of course it is. Sorry. Uh, Kyle in the shower, new to the lives, but found you guys' uh, radio show back on YouTube like 10 years ago, listening to uh, Louis C.K. clips. Right the fuck on, man. There's a whole audience still listening to Opie and Anthony stuff. And none of the guys make a penny off you listening to the the archives. I remember back in the day, I, I, I'm not going to take full credit because, you know, people get pissed off by that. But I, um, I was a huge Grateful Dead fan growing up. And I was also, um, and still is to this day, a huge Pearl Jam show. And I loved, I loved their model where they encouraged people to record all their shows and put them online. Well, eventually put them online. Uh, in the beginning, especially the Grateful Dead, you were trading tapes with people all over all over the country, and then Pearl Jam followed that model, and every show they let everyone set up their shit and tape away, and I remember back in the day when Opie and Anthony were, you know, when we were in our heyday, I I encouraged the fans to do just that, especially because I knew we should have been syndicated across uh, the country, and we weren't, so I'm like, all right, I know this stuff is is good enough for a national audience, but we got to get the, the fans to push this shit out. And people started recording left and right. And then we started putting some stuff up online. But for the most part, most of the stuff that, um, that you listen to on YouTube is, is uh, stuff from fans that they taped many, many years ago. 
And with that said, we don't own our archives, so we make zero money off that. So if you want to throw me a few shekels, if you want to throw Anthony a few shekels, if you want to throw uh, Jim Norton a few shekels because you're listening to shit on YouTube day in and day out and you're uh, very entertained, I'm going to speak for all of us, even though I don't get along with those two. We would all appreciate that. That is a fact, Jack. Give me shelter, rocks off, brown sugar, jumping jack, flash, sympathy. Oh, oh, here's your list. Hugo, sorry. Give me shelter. Let me let me look at your list. Give me shelter, without a doubt. Rocks off, great song. Brown sugar, you can't go wrong. Jumping jack, flash. You went a little, you went a little uh, safe with your choices here, and sympathy. But sympathy and give me shelter, I would go with jump. I love jumping jack, flash, but I would take brown sugar over jumping jack, flash. And I would push out rocks off and put in uh, She's a Rainbow. That's how I would fix your <laughs> your list, Hugo. <laughs> and you know the deal with brown sugar. Because of the PC culture out there, the Stones can't play brown sugar anymore. Holy shit. They've been playing the song for, what, 85 years? And now in the year 2022... Uh, because I guess I didn't even know the song was about a brown slave. I had no idea. I just liked how catchy the stupid song was. It was a good ditty, a good sing-along. But now it's not okay, I guess, after they, after they played the song for 85 straight years. How stupid is that? If it was acceptable, here's the rule. If it was acceptable... When it came out all those years ago and no one had a problem with it, then, then no one should have a problem with it today. Today. And if you, uh, if you polled all the Rolling Stones fans out there, none of, a, a very small percentage would say, yeah, I don't think they should be playing Brown Sugar anymore. But why is it the very small minority controls this bullshit? Why is that? Like I said, back in the day, we were getting in trouble all the time for the Opie and Anthony radio show. And all of a sudden, we would get letters from the, uh, the Chinese community, let's say. We would get hundreds and hundreds of letters about some dumb throwaway bit we did where maybe we did a, an Asian accent or something. And, and uh, there were times the, the radio companies wanted to fire us because they were getting all these letters. And I remember I would push back and Anthony would push back and I would say... This isn't our audience. They don't, they don't listen to our show. Why are, you, why are you placating to these stupid people? They have nothing to do with our radio show. But a ton of radio shows uh, got fired for that very same reason. Because the minority groups got together, wrote a few letters, and then even though these people were never going to listen to that particular radio show or never listen to any of the other radio stations in that radio company, they still fired the hosts. And then all the people, let's say uh, in uh, the case of Opie and Anthony, all the people that really, truly enjoyed the show, and it was overwhelmingly more of those type of people than the people that wanted to get us kick, kicked off the air. Uh, the air, excuse me. Wow, the coffee just kicked in. Um, they would still placate to these minority groups from time to time. I, it, it just never made sense to me. I'm at a restaurant bar with a 24-hour fire pit in South Lake Tahoe. Take the family here, Hope. They will love it, I would assume. I love. I went to Lake Tahoe once. I absolutely loved it there. 
Maybe I'll do that. Maybe we'll do a little ski trip. You know, we go up uh, that one mountain over there. Forgot the name of the mountain I was at. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, we're in Nevada. Oh, now we're in California. Now we're back in Nevada. One of the trails just zigzags between the two states. They got signs. You're now entering California. Like, oh, I feel different. I'm now in California. And then next thing you know, you're back in Nevada. Oh, it was just glorious. Artemis is the most powerful rocket ever launched. It was so cool to see that launch. Man, I, I, didn't, I guess they did it like in the middle of the night, right? So I'll, I'm, I'm going to check out. Thanks, John Kors. I'm going to check out the, I'm going to definitely check out the footage when I get done with this dumb thing. <laughs> no, I actually really like this. Oh, before I continue, I want to wish my very good friend, Matt, who owns Get Parts, uh, a very happy birthday. I don't think uh, he would mind if I told the people that he turned the big 4-0. We're all getting so old. Matt's now 40. And a whole bunch of us went out uh, Monday night because he's a bar owner. And he's got bartenders and friends uh, in the industry. So it made sense to go out on a Monday night. So there was about, uh, I don't know, I think we had at least a dozen people. And we went to Smith & Walensky's here in Manhattan outstanding we did that seafood platter it's like fucking four feet high i was eating shrimp as big as my fucking fist they had bacon that was this thick and that was before the steaks came and then you know and then everybody's like it was it was it was all guys matt's wife came with uh with their newborns she came for dinner and then we went out afterwards but it was all guys, um, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> and I ruined, I ruined the whole ordering thing because uh, all the guys were like, they were teaming up. And like, you want to get a porterhouse for two? You want to get a porterhouse for two? And I was sitting next to my friend Ollie, and Ollie's like, you want, you want to get the porterhouse for two? And I'm like, nah, I think I want a filet. <laughs> Everyone else was getting... Dudes, I will admit one thing today. I've always been that guy. I've always been very different. I'm, I'm the guy that I, for some reason, when everyone is swimming downstream, I like to swim upstream. I've always been this guy. I don't know why, but I always have. That's why while everyone else, like real men back in the day, they're, they're uh, all ordering Miller Lights, you know, a man's beer. And then it came to me, and I just looked at the waitress, looked at everybody, looked at my uh, now wife, and said, I'll have a bikini teeny. Because I just literally, A, don't give a shit, and B, always have swam against the tide, which obviously has hurt me over the years. I'm not stupid. But anyway, so Ollie, he looks at me, he goes, you want you want um, a porterhouse for two? And I go, I think I want a filet. So then poor Ollie uh, wasn't getting his porterhouse for two. Because, I don't know, it was like a hundred and... Holy fuck, what was it? It was like $150, the porterhouse for two. I like giving you guys prices because I, I know I get people from around the country. Um, so he's like... Pfft. So then he ordered the prime rib. But he was very, very happy with the, with the prime rib. Hey, I want to thank Blue Chew for being part of this podcast for a really long time. It's greatly appreciated. And it's appreciated that you're supporting the sponsors like Blue Chew. 
Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. And you can try it for free right now by using the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. Yeah, you can take them anytime, day or night. So you can plan ahead. We want to plan ahead sometimes, right? Of course we do. The process is simple. This is what you do. You sign up at BlueChew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Discreet packaging. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait online at the pharmacy. Everything is done all nice for you. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help you out. And we've got a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code OPIE to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E at BlueChew.com to try it for free. Uh, that was a loveless rally. Yeah, no, the Trump thing is um, the Trump thing is over. It really is. Now, is Trumpism over? Uh, you know, the, the, the philosophy of Trumpism, I don't think that's over. I don't know if DeSantis is going to pick up a lot of those type of people. But Trump himself, it's over. He, he does not have the same momentum, and he doesn't have the party back at him like he did the first time he ran for the presidency. You'll see. You'll see, because now it's going to be safe for these people to start attacking Trump. That's why they're all so hateable. And Mike Pence, good God, he stinks. He's playing it safe still. Well, I, 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 after January 6th, I told, uh, I told Trump, told Trump how angry I was. And then they try to push him on some of this stuff. And he just, he's the, he is, he's a movie politician. Pence stinks. He doesn't have an opinion on anything. I mean, most of these guys don't. I get it. But he's really, really terrible. Trump put him and his family in danger. He knows that. And he's really, really angry at Trump and really, really pissed off about it. But he still plays it very, very safe. Because maybe he doesn't want to piss off too many of the Trump voters. He's picking politics over, uh, over his own damn family. Most of these guys do, though. Of course they do. Don't worry. I'll have, a, I'll have an example of a Democrat doing the exact same thing. I just don't have it in my stupid head right now. Okay? Is that okay with you? Uh, this is the best we got. Two crazy 80-year-olds, uh, 80-year-old grandpas. Yeah, Vincent Scaramuzzo. I, I would say... I would say it should be a wash. You should get the top leaders in both parties. They go behind closed doors and they make a deal like, okay, look, you get rid of Biden. We'll get rid of Trump. And let's do a redo. And uh, good luck. Good luck. And may the best man win. But at the very least, they should cancel each other out, this Trump and Biden. I'm with Vincent Scaramuzzo on that. I think our country deserves better. I really, well, maybe not. I know people say that shit, but I don't know if we deserve better because we allow this shit to happen over and over again, right? So I don't know if we deserve better. Um, You shouldn't be close to 80 running. Uh, 
the United States of America. And then you got these people in, in the Senate and, and Pelosi, isn't she 80-something? Like, that? no! It's ageism, yup. It sure is. I never agreed when the retirement age was like, uh, what was it, 65? I thought that was stupid and, and a little on the young side. 75, I think you could squeeze out to 75. And, and you could squeeze out in a lot of professions, uh, you know, into your 80s, of course. But when it comes to politics and running the country, no. Club Soda was Opie's bitch picking, picking him up at 5 a.m. ready to serve. That's... Dude, are you one of those guys? You started off good and now you're already going downhill with your garbage. I will never have a bad thing to say about Club Soda Kenny in, in general because he was he was great for me and my family. He worked really hard. There was a time that uh, we really needed a lot of security. There was a time we barely could walk these streets on a regular basis. Now I get recognized maybe, I mean maybe once a day. I couldn't go a block back in the day. And it was a real job that Club Soda Kenny had, a real serious job. And then on top of that, we were uh, doing a lot of promotions and a lot of appearances. So your, your comment is just, it's just stupid. I think in uh, the, I, I explained this recently, but in the last few years uh, of the radio show, it was obvious I didn't need security anymore. But I also was loyal to Kenny and I, I, I did not want to get rid of him. And I remember one of my contracts, the company came to me. They didn't want Kenny around anymore for the simple reason they had their own security. They, they, they didn't have a problem with Kenny, but they thought it was sort of a conflict of interest that I had my own security guy. He was a security guy for the show, but, but he, um, he brought me to work um, every day. So it, it felt like he was more my security, but that's not true. He was watching Jimmy's back. He was watching Anthony's back. Um, but the company had their own security when we were at the Sirius XM facility in the Times Square area. And they famously came to me and like, look, we want to move on from uh, Club Soda Candy. And then they're like, whatever money he's making, we will give that to you. And I, and I said, no. I, and, he, and Kenny knows this. I said, no. And even though it, it wasn't the same job anymore, I wasn't going to do that to him. Uh, to this day, I love Club Soda Candy. Fact. Do we hang out? No. No, we don't. Anytime she goes away. Stan Davis, big FTX scandal going on, rocking the crypto market. Yeah, I don't, I, I have no idea what this is about. Every time I try to read an article about cryptocurrencies, my brain just goes, it just blows up. Saw a headline. Tom Brady might be close to broke because he put a ton of his money in FTX. I don't even know if that's true. Um, I will try to read another article on the FTX scandal and cryptocurrencies in general. All right. Lucky it wasn't Yoko on Gimme Shelter just saying, God, Bob Lord, I like how you think. Could you imagine? Oh, thank you, John Quartz. Yes, that's her name. Um and I knew that, but I couldn't come up with it at the, uh, at the moment I needed to. But yes, Mary Clayton is the singer on Give Me Shelter. Uh, go to YouTube after this live stream. Put in Mary Clayton, Give Me Shelter, and her isolated vocals should come up. It's one of my favorite things to do is listen to isolated vocals from, from uh, very famous songs. But that one is the best by far. And you don't hear anybody else. You just hear her screaming her part, and it will... 
it will absolutely give you chills. Uh, the amount of views on old ONA vids is insane. Yeah, get, going back to my point, it absolutely is. There's a massive market out there still digesting all Opie and Anthony's stuff. And uh, I will speak for all the guys. You know, we don't make any money off that. I mean, zero. If I got a few, like, videos on my channel, uh, sure, I'd make a few, a few dollars here and there. But nothing to, nothing to pay down my nut or pay uh, real bills. So, you know, if, if you're one of those people and you're really, really in, enjoying it, you used to pay Sirius XM a fee every fucking month. Support what I do, support what Jim Norton does, and support what Anthony does. And I know, uh, even though uh, we don't get along, I know those guys would appreciate that I just said that. Because it is kind of frustrating. You got fan sites that are monetizing our old stuff and making a lot of money off it. So, uh, yeah, so Matt's, Matt's birthday dinner was uh, outstanding at Smith & Walensky. God, they do a good job. I haven't been there in years. We have, we, have, we have great steak places here in New York City. Smith & Walensky's way up there. I think the king of steakhouses uh, is Peter Luger's. Holy shit. Peter Luger's. I used to go there with, um, well, I only went there once. Why, why are you making it more than it really is? I went there once with stockbroker Dave. He was, uh, he was obviously a stockbroker. He had more money than he knew what to do with. He couldn't believe that he was friends with me and Anthony. And, um, and we went to Peter Luger's one night. And we had the time of our lives. And back in the day, this is going back probably 20 years. Uh, stockbroker Dave, for the people that don't know, on the old show, we always needed like pocket money for our crazy shit we were doing. <laughs> Skankfest was great this year. Oh, I guarantee you would have got a standing ovation at Skankfest. All right. Maybe I'll go to the next one. I forget some of the stunts, but we always needed money to encourage listeners to do outrageous and crazy shit. And Stockbroker Dave was the guy that would call our show and go, I got the money. How much you need? And he would just throw money around like it was nothing. So he invited us to Peter Luger's. And the, the, the one thing I want to say about Peter Luger's, back in the day, this is like, I, you got to go like 20 years ago. We went down there. And the Peter Lugers in Brooklyn is in a really bad neighborhood, or it used to be. I have no idea if the neighborhood has come around. And, <laughs> and you, would pay, you would pay the homies so you could park on the street. They had a whole thing going on down there. Basically, you give a, a guy some money. He's not even parking your car, really. Sometimes maybe. No, I don't think they parked the, the cars, actually. But you knew. Everyone knew if you went to Peter Lugers and you drove. You gave this guy whatever it was, uh, at least $20, at least. And then, uh, that, then he would signal to, I guess, everybody else to leave this particular car alone. That is a fact. But that, that's a story from, uh, man, at least 20 years ago. I, I have no idea if that type of thing is still going on, but uh, there you have it. Okay, uh, here's some shekels. Thank you, Kyle in the shower. Here are some shekels for listening to free ONA for 10 years on YouTube. Thank you, brother. I'm not going to lie to you. I appreciate that. Patrice went really hard on Asians. It was hilarious. (laughs) Patrice's bit about going to the same Chinese restaurant every single day and they never gave him anything for free is one of my favorite Patrice rants of all time. You got to find that one on YouTube. And he would go in day after day because their food was good and it was convenient and local and easy. 
And year after year, he's given them their business. And every single time he walked in, and he was a giant dude. They would look at him like he was a stranger. <laughs> and they never gave him anything. And one day he came in and just ripped into them and gave an amazing rant. It's definitely worth checking out on, on the YouTube. Oh, you know, I, I said it, I think, a couple of days ago. I, I, I don't know if it's an older documentary, but I was watching the uh, Biggie Smalls documentary on um, Netflix. It was absolutely outstanding. And Biggie Smalls just had it. He just had that it factor where people were just uh, drawn to him. And he was a, a very, very powerful uh, presence. And as I was watching the Biggie Smalls um, documentary, it reminded me of two people in my life. One was absolutely Patrice O'Neill. He was a guy that just simply had it. Whatever the it factor is, Patrice had it. Biggie Smalls had it. Where it was, it was, it was like effortless and people were drawn to their their creativity, and their talent. Um, and the other person that had that was Carl Ruiz. Same fucking thing. He just had it. And people were drawn to him, and it came so easy to him. But um, watching the Biggie Smalls documentary it kind of put a smile on my face because it really brought back a bunch of memories of uh, being lucky enough to hang out with Patrice O'Neill. I mean, Patrice was... A big guy like Biggie Smalls and had that same, like, he had that same charisma, man. In different ways, obviously. Patrice was just, um, just unbelievably funny just walking through life without even trying. And Biggie Smalls, just give him a mic without even trying. He's going to hit you with some crazy ass rhymes right in your goddamn face. All right, I got to go. I got to get the kids to school. Oh, uh, wait, you're close to uh, Smith and Walensky, R.J. Henners? R.J., you know any time. You know how to get a hold of me and say, hey, I'll be at Get Parts. I'll meet you there for a beer anytime you fucking want as long as I'm in town. That goes for anybody from the private Facebook group. I know who you are. Yeah, I know Pence calls his, his wife mother. Pence, Mike Pence, Mike Pence is so fucking creepy, man. So fucking creepy, man. I don't know what happened to that guy, but he plays politics so safely. I don't want to fucking piss off anybody, even if they put my family and myself in danger. They were trying to hang you, if you believe the reports, Mike. What do you have to say about it? Well, I did tell him I was angry. Oh, shut up. Anytime she goes away. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, the Jay Leno thing, uh, thank God he's going to be okay. But when that news first hit, it, it sounded really, really bad. Like his life was in danger or something. But yeah, Leno got burnt really bad on his face. Um, but he's going to be okay. He might look a little funny. But he'll just turn that into jokes. Yeah, they were trying to hang Mike Pence. Hey, Mike, they were trying to hang you outside the Capitol. Are you pissed off at uh, Trump? Well, I, I, I expressed to him in a text that I was angry. I was angry. <laughs> you stink. Mike Pence, you stink. All right, enough babbling. Guys, thank you. Um, maybe tomorrow. Maybe not. 
I think I'm going to wander around in this fog, though, and do another live stream on my Tic Tac Opie Radio as part of my, um, my side project, which, which is Opie Unleashed in New York City. You can find the videos on my YouTube and my Facebook. All right, guys. Uh, one last look at, at, I guess, fog today. No sun out there. No, just remember, when you're having a bad day, don't forget the sun is always shining. You just got to get above it sometimes. Like when you're in a plane and you take off and it's rainy and cloudy and it's bringing you down. Just know you're going to break through the clouds and it's going to be a bright, sunny day. (laughs) Jesus.